Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, The sheep that belong to me listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. They will never be lost and no one will ever steal them from me. The Father who gave them to me is greater than anyone and no one can steal from the Father. The Father and I are one. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Have a seat please for a few minutes. So my dear brothers and sisters, um, today is a very special Sunday. The gospel and the readings are very much about the good shepherd leading us and guiding us. And I think that's good to remember that. He's calling us. Uh, this week I was away in France for um, a meeting of the brothers, worldwide of the brothers. And we voted in a new, what we call a prior general, which is like a big boss for the world. And I met brothers from all over the world. I hadn't seen some of them in many years, but while I was there... Two young brothers walked up to me, and they're from, they were from Guinea in West Africa. And uh, they were full of smiles and very kind, and, which I was, I was happy to see. But they said, you don't recognize us, do you? And I said, uh, sorry, guys, I don't. And he goes, well, the last time we saw you, we were nine years old. I'm getting old. Um... It was 1999. It was my first parish in West Africa, in Guinea. And actually, I was the first priest they ever knew. And they've been trying to contact me since to tell me that they've been to the brothers now and they're going towards priesthood. And I found that really touching. First of all, uh, really good for, to make me understand I'm not, young, not young anymore. But when you see young men like that who followed uh, God's path, it's very beautiful. The seeds were planted and they stayed faithful. And they discerned, and they stayed, they stayed as a friendship as well. The two of them were, were at school together, and they followed God up to now. It was beautiful to see that. And I, I think it's, we have to be audacious to pray for vocations here as well. The St. Anthony's, that men amongst our youth uh, today uh, can rise up vocations. Obviously, to be called is for everything. Marriage, whether it be maybe liturgy, to be part of a choir, to today we're going to thank those who serve the poor, Everybody has their calling, but we have a special calling as well, which is for priesthood and religious life, and that's a, a beautiful blessing that could be on our And myself, I mean, the voice of the shepherd can come in many ways. If you're a teacher, or you're a choir leader, or you're uh, a coach, if you see a gift in a child, a young man or a young woman, you have to nurture it and tell them, you know what? What you have there is a gift. Use it, not just for yourself but for, for, for the church, for other people, for the community. It's a vocation. It's your calling. It's always linked to our gift. And uh, that's called blessing. A blessing is what is to see somebody's gift and help it to blossom. And uh, myself, when I was uh, uh, a youngster, you could say, 1920, I worked with John Vanier. He passed away this, this week. He was 90 years of age. I worked in France with that man. And uh, my calling came more to, through the special needs one day, I was taking care of a special needs man for about a year. 
And he never hardly spoke. Maybe five or six times in the whole year he spoke. And one day out of the blue he said to me, Do you love me? And I was like, what? What's, where is this coming from? But actually it touched me deeply because I felt it was God speaking through this, through this man. And obviously he was asking to be loved, but I could, I could feel it was God speaking through him as well and calling me as well. And that's the voice. The voice is a person. A text is kind of, can be boring sometimes, but a voice is a living person who's calling you. One of my first memories was when I was a child, my uncle had uh, lots of sheep. And uh, one of the lambs was injured, so he took the lamb away from the mother for a few days to take care of the lamb. And then I was with him when he brought the lamb back to a field with hundreds of sheep. And the very first bleating of the lamb, the mother ran straight towards us. She recognized the... the I remember asking my, my uncle, how does she know that's her <laughs> when a child asked that? But of course, the, the, the sound of the voice is very powerful. We all recognize our mother's voice, our father's voice. When my father was at the, in the depths of dementia, he hardly knew what was going on around him. But if I said, Dad, he would go, John. The voice connects with the person. It's very, very powerful and will always stay with us. Even people who have gone before us, we can still hear their voices in our, in our, in our minds. Frank Sinatra used to be called The Voice. because he, he had a very particular voice. And musicians that used to work with Aretha Franklin used to say, they used to stop playing just to hear her voice. That's the power of the voice. We're not part of a, an idea or a philosophy or it's, it's, it's a relationship. And that's why when we get to heaven, Jesus won't say, did you do a good job? Or did you have a nice house? Or did you have a good job? He'd say, did you love me? And did you love your neighbor? There are two things. Everything else will pass away. So we ask the Lord today to teach us to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd. And we can hear it through the Word of God, through our conscience, through brothers and sisters who are teaching us. But you feel sorry for the youth today because it's not easy to hear God's voice today. But yet we're made for that. We're made to hear that voice. But it's been drowned out today. If you're on social media today, there's thousands of voices. And a lot of the artists today, whether it be, no matter what it is, what kind of music... They have an agenda. And our kids are hearing that. It's not the voice of the Good Shepherd, I can tell you. It's the voice of the, of the, of the wolf, even, sometimes. And so, how to help our children to hear that? How can we hear it, first of all? And then how can we help our children to recognize the good voice of the person who will really take care of us, who has a real plan for us, who has a real future for us, eternal life. Everything else is just, it's, it's fake news, as our, our friend Donald Trump would tell us. Now, um, today uh, I'd like to give a little um, image, share an image with you to all those who helped out this year for the homeless shelter. Now, uh, during the winter we had uh, every Saturday night, in connection with seven other churches in the area, every Saturday night we had 15, mainly men, but sometimes women as well, men and women coming to share um, the night with us. And people from the parish would prepare the hall, cook a meal, uh, welcome them, have, have a hot soup ready, get their beds ready, and then uh, two men would usually stay the night with them to watch just for safety. And in the morning, people would make breakfast for them, I kid you not, a beautiful breakfast. It was my favorite breakfast of the week. And then people would clean the, 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 the sheets, clean the room, 
honestly, for me, it was inspiring. All I did was just show up and uh, shake hands and say hello. And it, it was really touching. And I want to thank them from the bottom of my heart, but also to invite the rest of you who would feel called to do that. Because you feel powerless sometimes. You see a homeless person, you go, what can I do? Give him five pounds and what's he going to do with it? And, and yet, um, in the shelter, you get to see them with their defenses down. And we as well. And you get to speak with them. And you get to chat and you get to hear their story. Because most of them never have anybody to tell them, what's your story? They never hear that. So just to hear that for them is, is better than anything else. Because as young, one young Italian homeless man said to me, I can cope with the cold, I can cope with the hunger, but I can't cope with the loneliness. That's one of the toughest things, and that's what the shelter does. People, they feel welcome. They feel like in a family. And uh, I'm sure those who have served this year... Uh, now, the first image I want to give to those who served this year is, if you ever go to Farm Street um, in London, it's a Jesuit parish, there's a statue there of the homeless Jesus. And uh, it's a homeless... When you see it first, it's like a homeless man on a bench. It's in the church. And you get closer and you begin to see the stigmata. So you see that it's Jesus, but Jesus who identifies. And in chapter 25, Jesus said, when you help the homeless, you did it to, to me. And so at first you see a statue of a homeless, but with closer investigation, you realize that it's Jesus. And there's a seat next to the homeless person. Because unfortunately in our world today, we, we kind of live in a bubble because we want to protect ourselves from these people, because rightly so, sometimes they can be dangerous. But they as well are in their bubble, and we never really meet. So the sculptor said, I put a seat next to the homeless person, so I can, I can begin to understand what it's like to, to meet somebody like this. And uh, a place where you can pray as well. That's the first image. And uh, the second image that I want to hand out now to those who helped this year is St. Benedict Joseph Labre who is the patron saint of the homeless. And from the age of 16, he felt called to live like a homeless life. He went around from shrine to shrine. He relied totally on people's money to survive, relying on others. And when he passed away, hundreds of priests and bishops came to his funeral. And uh, in the space of a few months after his death, there was over 140 miracles. But only to people praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament, because he loved the Eucharist so much that uh, the miracles of St. Benedict Library happen um, when you're in front of the Blessed Sacrament. So here are the two images I'd like to give out now to those who helped out this year. And I'd like to invite them up to the front so I can give them uh, this image and give them a blessing as well. <laughs> 